Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. Thanks for joining us. Now today, in the hot, hot heat of summer, we are talking about books. Why you need to read them? Why it's so good for you? We talked about your style vibes. We talked about the cheese boards, which mm, even favorite. as I listened to it, I was mm-hmm. planning my next cheese board. Same. It's too good. <laughs> I also have to say, since we air on a Thursday, Thursday happens to be cheese board night. No coincidence, I swear. None. No way. I That's know, right? so fun. It was fun. Um, and today we're talking about books. How can you talk about style and fashion and food and not talk about books? I would just be, we'd be dum-dums to do that, uh-huh. quite frankly. Yes. And I have to tell you, Ashley. Because for us, they all go together. You know, style, do. food, books. I mean, that, you know, listener, you might not be making those connections, but for us, that's like a solid three pillars of life. It is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I saw the funniest, funniest meme. It's, I'm, 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 uh. I have a triathlon this weekend. And she's like, oh my gosh, biking, swimming, running. I'm sorry, you're doing a triathlon? No, this meme. Did you Oh, I was like, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Tiffany, what? Explain yourself. Please. Please. (laughs) Triathlon. If I had to run for my life, I'd die. It would not Correct. I'm like, I'll try to fight you. No running. I know. I'd be like, you know what? I had a good run. Just take me now. I've lived a good life. I've lived a good life. (laughs) Okay. It was a meme and it said, Running a tri- no, I have a triathlon this weekend, and she said, "Oh my gosh, yeah, running, biking, swimming." And she's like, "No, eating, sleeping, reading." And I was like, "Yup, that's perfect. my triathlon. Yes, maybe amen. throw in like a, I don't know, a facial in there or a yeah. massage, <laughs> some <laughs> lipstick, really, some lipstick. <laughs> oh yeah, um, but I spent the past couple days my husband and I just celebrated our 10 year anniversary it's so much fun we did a little staycation in Seattle and stayed in a super cute um little condo with a full view of the water that a friend gifted us I mean it was truly so precious but one of the things on my dream list for that those three days where we did not have kids um was to spend at least three hours meandering and wandering through a bookstore And for those of you who live in Seattle or for those of you who are planning a visit at some point in your life, put at the top of your list, Elliott Bay Book Company. It's an independent bookstore, but it's huge. I mean, it's no Powell's in Portland. It's not taking up a full city block. Right. But it is just as magical and just as iconic. It's in Capitol Hill. It's so, so glorious. We spent Mm. hours upon hours. We had to keep feeding the meter in the car because we were still looking through books. It was so wonderful. And, oh, oh, I was in heaven, and I I bought nothing, but I meandered, and I had so much fun, and I wrote down every book I needed, and then I had my library app open, and I was requesting them right there. Oh, that's the best. But I do want to say support your local independent bookstores. I was just there to wander, just there to wander. Yes. Um, Okay, just just side note, my husband's uh, bucket list for that weekend, a couple days rather, was um, to hit up a few tea rooms and get some loose leaf tea, and it was so funny he is a tea connoisseur and he he really is when i was at your house i was like wait what guys you just have to see their whole setup whether you want tea or coffee they've got it made i mean and they have all these different high-tech 
temperature regulators. It's like, it's very serious. We've when they talk gadgets. about loving tea, it's a deep passion. Both tea and coffee. More <laughs> my husband than I. I'm like, get your a box of tea from Trader Joe's. I'm right. not going into a like artisan tea shop and asking about their black teas from the region of North India like he is, you know. So he walks in and he's like, so tell me about your black tea selection. Where are you in the Assam? Like what, what region wow. are they from? How strong? What oh was the soil gosh. like? Oh, it's so funny. And this girl, it was like, I mean, it was like a Saturday Night Live skit. She was like a deer in headlight. She's like, yeah, so we have two Earl Greys, lavender or smoky. Which one do you want? And he's like, no, yeah. I was kind of thinking. And he totally wasn't picking up what she was laying down. He's like, no, exactly. Give more, give me more information on, and then he would go on this whole rant about what kind of tea he was looking for because he read about it in some book set in the twenties, and he was wondering if perhaps by chance they might they have it. those leaves. Wow. Yes. Oh my. Oh, gosh. you guys. So they many of these tea rooms had like, you know, benches outside or um, little places to sit in case you did want like a tea tasting. So I just sat down, put my feet up on the table, was just checking emails while he lived his best life. And I was like, this is amazing. You take as long as you need, honey, you do what you need to do here. You came to conquer, you go ahead, bring me samples if you can. (laughs) You know, it was great. It was great. So while he enjoyed his tea and now he has enough loose leaf tea to last us till 2025, I um I loved walking through bookstores and I always start with the cookbooks because they're so breezy. It doesn't take a lot of heavy thinking. You're not reading a lot of inside jackets, all that good stuff. So I started there and there's a few um, Indian fusion cookbooks I'd wanted to see in person that um, wanted to, you know, finger through before deciding if I wanted to buy it. And then went through there and then I went through the religion books and then I went through all the fiction books that are, and then all the, they have all the like, famous northwest authors they have a whole section of that so that was super fun all the maps all the um all of the ones written about justice and race by northwest authors they had a separate section for that which was really fun so it was oh we just had so 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 much fun and it just reminded me how vital books are to our life and to be really honest to our joy yeah they, totally. they spark so much joy in our life and in our home and reading is kind of a big deal, you guys. I mean, it boosts your brain power. It gets you thinking of things outside yourself. It increases intelligence. Yes, these are all backed by science. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you know, Did you know, Ashley, reading can make you more empathetic? Surprise, surprise. Of course it does, because you enter and engage into a story. It's wonderful. You learn details. And anytime we have context, we grow in empathy. It's so important. Right. And being able to see how somebody lives who could be so different from you yes. or an author who has experiences so different than yours yes. and they're weaving into a story. I mean, it's just so powerful. Agreed. That's why for like years I read Jody Pickolt's novels because she would, you know, really enter into somebody's life and yeah. enter into their situation, whether they were Amish or, you know, had a different kind of faith or here in the city. Like she's written so many amazing books. And that's one of my favorite things about her is that I grow so much in my understanding of a person's life. And it's so powerful and life-giving. It really is. And it's good and life-giving at every season of life. In fact, uh, researchers claim, this isn't backed by official proof yet, but they claim that it can really help fight Alzheimer's disease because you're constantly putting your brain in activity. There really isn't rest. So even when it would be just like shutting off and watching TV instead of engaging with words and having to process and having to think through things, it is really great. And of course, it just can help you relax, and it is proven to help you sleep better if you read at night. Can you believe that? 
I do believe that because I read for an hour every night on my Kindle White Light. Ooh, White Light. I'm still, mm-hmm. I got the old Kindle, you know, the like paper one. Oh, where it you got to like upgrade. You're a newspaper. I mean, what? it's still working. Girl, I do not replace it. But how does your husband stand it? Can he just sleep? Is that why? He can just sleep next to you? No, it's the like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Cody can cute little lights. Oh, he's very serious. No matter yeah. cute little lights or big. Here's the big thing: my husband is sleep is is reading way longer than I am through the night. He'll he'll shut off around midnight. He's reading till wow. midnight. Wow! And you can sleep even if the light's still on. No, I scream at him. Turn off the light. No, that I was do, actually that I was Cody. That. But Cody then really I just put the duvet over my head <laughs> and cut off all oxygen and cold weather. And then the fan can hit my face, and then it takes longer to fall asleep. But you want to know what? That's love. That's what I can offer him it at is. year ten. Is the duvet the over my face. That's the duvet right. over so my face read. so he can read. Values. Yes. <laughs> He's currently reading All the Light We Cannot See. Oh, really it's a good it. one. He's loving it. It's a great He's loving novel. It. Okay. So as we talk about reading and why it's so good for you, I just encourage you. Uh, we live in a fast-changing world. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. And we can <laughs> we can get pretty inflamed pretty fast. When we read these little sound, or these little quick articles, or listen to sound bites online, yeah. but to really read long form. I mean, I'm not talking about like yeah. the New Yorker articles you feel guilty that you haven't read. I'm talking like books, <laughs> you know, like the things that take a little bit of time, the things that people had to go get a book deal to be published, meaning somebody else yes. edited those. There's probably some good stuff in there, yes. you know. Um, I think that it really is so, so, so life giving. So I want to hear, Ashley. All-time books that people, all-time favorite books that you recommend, like, to the person listening, Mm. like, not what you're currently reading, because we've done that before, but I'm talking about, Mm. like, you got to read this. Oh, my gosh. I should have been more prepared for that, but here's a few. I mean, obviously, I say these all the time, Changes That Heal and Save People. Those are my go-to books every year. Yes, Necessary. I also think Night by Eli Wiesel. Mm-hmm. Um, is one of it's one of my all-time favorite books, and I find that he's so incredibly hopeful and life-giving as a Holocaust survivor. I, yeah. That's one of those folks um, that I just love. It's a book that I return to. I enjoy reading it again and again. So that would be one of my recommendations. Corey Ten Boom, um, basically mm-hmm. anything she's written, same thing. Um, I absolutely love her work. Uh, Out of Sorts by Sarah Bessie. So oh my good. gosh! I mean, that was one of those books. If you have ever found yourself. Um, if you are of the Christian faith and found yourself in a faith shift or found yourself going, whoa, what do I really believe about my faith and church? Or sometimes the bottom of our beliefs falls out and we have to sort of piece things back together. And that book I've read several times and it has so helped me in many ways. It saved my faith. And so that's mm. a book I always love to recommend. Um, also by Sarah Bessie, Jesus Feminist. Yeah, that mean, was one of mine. Man, yep. Oh gosh, it's just so powerful. Um, if you are a person who's curious about women leading in faith spaces, there's a great book called Why Not Women. I've read oh, that yeah. one several times as well. And that is a really powerful life-giving book. Toni Morrison, anything by her. I've read several of her novels a few times. and <laughs> So life-giving. Mary Oliver, Poetry. Gosh, I mean, her um, her book, Thirst, I've read many times. Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. If you're a writer, it's just a must-read. Yeah, and if you're not and want to pee your pants laughing, it's a must-read. <laughs> she's just so hilarious, like absolutely funny. And what she says is just so true and relatable. And she catches the little tiny nuances of life that make us who we are, the little, little details that, that make you who you are when you go about your day and you're um, procrastinating on things or really struggling with something. Man, Anne Lamott's your girl. She is. So yeah, that's a that's a um, short list of mine. 
(laughs) What a great list. I would say Jesus Feminist, just I have to say, just because it's by Sarah Bessie and it it was just, oh my gracious, so So powerful. I would buy those books 10 at a time and give them to anybody I was mentoring or, you know, just I always wanted to have one on hand because it it felt like a lifeline in a lot of ways. And it was all those things that... I was like, I, I I know this to be true, yeah. but to hear it out of somebody else's mouth and be able to share the story and the truth and the wisdom in such a way as she did was just, um, it was it moved mountains for me, and yes. I know it's moved mountains for other people. So thank you, Sarah Bosey. Yep. Um, another one for me is Anonymous by Alicia Britt Chole. Oh my gosh, so good, so good. <gasps> yeah, I I it's any really of her writing, been, honestly. It's so good. Yeah. So she just talks about the anonymous years of Jesus' life and what we can gather from that and perhaps the surrounding uh, information, but really what we can see about when we aren't known or we aren't made or we aren't um, feeling even settled in our season. It's just, uh, in fact, I I think it's one I could read every year. Um, It's just that moving to me. It was just huge. Um, another one for me is the Ragamuffin Gospel by Brennan Manning. Um, I would say that book was probably one of the most beautiful books. I've read it three times, and I hardly reread books, but it is just uh, just so powerful. He was, uh, before he went to be with the Lord, he was a Franciscan priest, and mm. he struggled with alcoholism, and he was so honest with his struggle and um, learned to just kind of give up and and surrender and repent and walk in truth and Mm. mercy and the way he fell in love with the lord just abba and and Mm. really just you could almost picturing a child caving into the arms of the father so that book has been really really deeply transformational for me in fact i remember i was reading one of his books when i found out he passed um i was in uganda and i was i saw it on twitter i was like oh my goodness but well done, good and faithful servant. Truly amazing man. Yeah. Um, another one is A Woman's Place by Caitlin Beatty. Caitlin Beatty is the former managing editor of Christianity Today. She's woke and fabulous and funny and hilarious yeah. and poignant and Smart. sharp on Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> intelligent. And she is an acquisitions editor for Brazos Press. Uh, she's just truly, um, I think she's such a gift to our time and such a fabulous voice to be able to hold such sincere, um, heavy topics and at the same time be light and funny and, and wonderful. I think she just really walks that line well, um, both just on social media and her book, A Woman's Place. Again, that's one I bought 10 at a time. Um, and I, yeah. I wasn't following her on Twitter when somebody recommended that book to me when it first came out and I just fell in love with it. It talks all about um, truly a woman's place in work, society, um, and how, you know, women were advancing so far in the workplace, but it, you know, you had CEOs who were reduced to nursery workers in the church. It mm. was just ridiculous. It's like crazy. This, we, it can't it's be still like happening, this. Literally. Yeah. And she really, in fact, I, I'm again a very big fan of her. She's just been such a huge influence in my life. She also talks about an integrated life of we aren't we aren't supposed to be two different people. A work person, you know, our work life and our home life. That's supposed to be an integrated, right. beautiful, holistic, gracious, life giving life. So yeah. life giving life, beautiful life. Um, another one for me uh, is 
a collection of fables, The Prophet by Khalil Gibran. Oh my gosh, a- that is one of my favorite books. Is it really? Yes. Really? Oh, it's goodness. it's one I've returned to again it. and again too. Just powerful yes. wisdom and beautiful prose. I'm like, oh, it's great. It's amazing. Yeah, it, it really is. is. I re- highly recommend it. And it's not a long read. It's 26 fables. And he is Lebanese-American, just an amazing yeah. poet and writer. Um, it's it's from the 20s, so it's just about 100 years old. And it feels yeah. just as relevant and eye-opening. And just, it's so refreshing. So refreshing. Highly recommend it. Um, another one that, again, it's newer and... Um, uh, but it really has had a profound mark on my life is inspired by Rachel Held mm. Evans came out um, last spring, uh, excuse me, spring of 2018. And uh, she talks a lot about racial justice in her book. She talks a lot about the hard, part. you know, she is just known for wrestling with the hard parts of the Bible and still finding Jesus and still finding goodness and still finding hope. And she does that so well. Um, in her latest book, Inspired, and just the legacy she's left. Um, And for listeners, if you don't know, she surprisingly passed earlier this year. Which is Um, why I still haven't finished the book. I just have not been uh, able to get back to it. You don't know Uh, what? I don't know if she, um, I don't know if she narrates her audiobooks, but I'm almost like, if I find out she does, I'm going to go back and just re-listen to everything. I've read all of them, but I've been a longtime fan of her work. Um, and I remember when A Year of Biblical Womanhood came out and uh, yeah. just how fabulous it was. She And for those of you who don't know, she um, quite literally lived through every scenario in the Bible, whether it was living in a tent during your time of the month or She's hilarious. praising her husband at the city gate. She went to the edge of town and had a big sign, you know, celebrating her husband. She's just... And slept on her roof instead of the red slept, tent. Like, absolutely I hilarious. Mean, <laughs> so good. She's so funny. And even just making sense of the parts where women were harmed and lighting a candle and remembering them and letting their stories, letting the dark of their stories sit with us and just not ignoring the hard parts of life. I mean, she really is such a leader and I think she'll continue to be for generations upon generations upon generations. She is a saint in my book. And so yeah. I highly recommend if you haven't read inspired and although it's a little bit newer, it had just, I mean, it's, it had this, it felt like, like it needs to be recommend recommended rating for everybody when they <laughs> turn like 16. I mean, it was just, um, really moving. I'm trying to think if there's anything. Okay. I just have to say it because I was early twenties and it was the height of Donald Miller, but blue like jazz. Oh my gosh. I was in so many, um, book clubs. I was probably three blue like jazz book. No way. That's so Pacific (laughs) Northwest of you. Oh my gosh. Of course it is. (laughs) Of course it is. And it was the one that everybody passed around and dog eared. Totally. It was the one you gave me. Right. He's from, yeah, Portland. Right. Mm-hmm. And so every, you know, and everything he references in Blue Like Jazz, it's totally. like, oh, I know what he's talking about. Yes. Um, but that was a cult. It had a cult following. I mm-hmm. mean, it was like, it was, it, it was like. They made a movie. It was like <laughs> Jesus 101 for yeah. North Pacific Northwest Christians in that era when it came out. Oh, my gosh. It was like you'd carry your Bible, a blank notebook to take notes, and blue like jazz. I'm that's not even so messing hysterical. with you. so <laughs> hysterical. I feel like it's like 90s grunge a little bit. You know what I mean? For like that's sure. how it feels to me. For <laughs> yeah. sure. 
In fact, I my also wanted to say something. Copy of oh, Blue Lake Jazz. No, this is just too good. My current copy of Blue Lake Jazz is on loan, so apparently I'm still pretty passionate about sharing. Wow. Them. Sharing. Oh my you know gosh. what though? He has. He talks about in his book. He talks about so much of the, um, just the loss of not having his dad in his life. Yeah. And, um, my friend had just lost his dad, and he doesn't know the Lord. And I'm like, oh, you should read this. Yeah. yeah this is encouraging to you. So, Donald Miller, thank you. I feel like he was sort of the first in the evangelical space also to write in the gray space of life. Yep. yep. And so that's why it felt so comforting because you're like, oh, yeah, everything doesn't have to be honky-dory all the time. I'm not trying to arrive at this place of euphoria like it actually doesn't exist. And that's what I loved about his books. Um, And also Alicia Britt Sholey, something you you mentioned her earlier. Sholey. I didn't know how to say her last name. Thank Mm -hmm. you for correcting me. Of course. This is one of my favorite Quote, she says, she says, winter is not punishment. Summer is not reward. May mm. we not mistake bare for barren or full for holy. Oh, so you I want to know what? Just, as like, soon as oh, you started saying it, I knew exactly the quote totally. you were going to say. Oh, I mean, so it's good. just so wonderful. And another book I thought of as you were talking is, um, and it's been one I've returned to over the years as well, but The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence, because it talks so much in that book about the sacredness of the ordinary. And he's a 17th century friar, and it's a very short, quick, easy read. But he talks about being able to find God while you wash the dishes and being able to find God Aww. while you make a meal and being able to find God while you're sitting and doing nothing. And just the importance of God in the ordinary, that there's not this sort of sacred and secular situation, but all things are holy unto God and everything mm. can be a gift to you in the moment that you're in, whether it's hard or good or boring or ordinary, it's all a gift from God. And so he really taught me so much about the practice of prayer in my day-to-day life and really practicing the presence of God, like taking the time consistently throughout the day to acknowledge God and to acknowledge my place in the world and to acknowledge how important what I think is insignificant actually really is. And so that's another book that I'd say, uh, it's just a must read. It's a must That read. sounds amazing. And I think that's, what a beautiful message. I mean, I, I received so much from what you just said. There There is no separation. It's all None. holy. The Lord sees it all. It's yes. all kingdom. It all, it all is, set, we're setting up camp in the kingdom, yes. y'all. That's Everything it. we do, our, our goings, our comings, yes. our, our words, our actions, yes. it's, it's all it's all in the kingdom. Yes. Um, another one that is along those same lines is An Altar in the World by Barbara Brown Taylor. Oh um, my gosh, I'm reading it right now. Are you really? <laughs> I bought so many of her books. Yes, like I bought three of her books for summer and I'm reading Have it right now. Have you read Holy and Life Changing? Nope, that's, I bought that one, An yeah, Altar in the World, and then one other one that I can't remember at the moment. I'll tell you in a second. Yeah, I wonder Keep if it's going. the one on grieving. Maybe. Uh, or why she left the church or something. Uh, no, it's learning to walk in the dark. Yep, the grieving that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so I got those three. But alter in the world, keep going, because I'm very at the beginning. <laughs> oh, it's so, so, so good. So good. And uh, she, I believe she narrates them. Mm. Oh, I don't remember. But um, I read some of them and audiobooked a few of them, but I really enjoyed listening, because her writing is just so poetic. So it's a, it's a joy to listen to. Oh, my goodness. Um, I had another one come to mind. Along Was it these, mine? Because it's two months exactly this week. Oh, let's do that. <laughs> yes, that's right. Two months this week. Yes, I'm recording my Ashley. audiobook. I'm so excited. This week would make me think of it when you mentioned about, audiobook. <laughs> okay. Why the listeners, if you love hearing Ashley's voice, which you tell me all the time that you do, I know you do. 
I enjoy listening to her voice. You can, you know, it's from the south, but you know yes. she spent time elsewhere. It's just this beautiful mix. Her accent is so great. But can you imagine her reading her beautiful words? Oh, now if you have not already pre-ordered on Audible, go ahead and click pre-order because it's going to be so fabulous. And of course, order some some copies for your friends. I cannot wait, Ashley. It is I'm so pumped. It is going to be. I I have perhaps read the whole thing, listeners, yes, she has. and I can guarantee Tiffany's you, one of my endorsers. It is going to be. <laughs> it is fabulous, and it's one of those books, Ashley. I can't say this about every book, and mm. I, to be honest, hardly say this about any book. Towards the end, you're like, no, 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 no. Please tell me there's more. Just oh, one more chapter. Just give me one more. Squeeze out one more. So and you hope the appendix is like somehow this like bonus chapter because you don't want it to end. <laughs> chapter 12, you're like, no, 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 no. Please, please go. Keep going. Keep going. So it is just, and you just crescendo so well. I just was, I was doing the, I was on my feet doing the slow clap at the end. It really was. Thank Amazing. You, Get ready to laugh your hiney off, but also keep some, <laughs> keep a box, box of tissues somewhat close to you because you'll there it will yeah it'll, you're gonna feel some things. What I'm trying to say, you're gonna feel some things, and you should because it all leads to wholeness, goodness, redemption, and reconciliation. Yeah. Well, why the listeners, we hope that you have been encouraged about, and also you've gotten to know us a little more about some of our favorite, favorite, totally. favorite books. Tells a lot about a person, right? Yeah. <laughs> also, it's good to hear what you're reading, Ashley. Some of those I'm like, I need to, I need to check out the Brother Lawrence one. Of course, I've heard of it, but <sighs> I haven't. It. And you know what? It's one of those ones that I'm like, wait, maybe I have read it and I just don't remember who wrote it. Probably. Because I like, I'm, I'm Probably. the title. Yes. Um, but uh, good stuff. Well, thank you for tuning in. And we hope... This summer, you're still picking up those books, getting yes. that summer reading in, and tell and us what you're reading. Fall. We want to yes. know. Send us emails. Send we us need messages. your book We need to know what you're reading. We want to know. We need <laughs> to add more books here, but we we're flying through some books here, y'all. So let us know what's up. Let us know. <laughs> we will see you next week. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit AshAbercrombie.org. See you next week.